This is Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, episode number 39. The topic for today's conversation is one that is near and dear to our hearts, strength-based leadership and organizations. This episode is full of tips, experiences, and resources. Don't miss it. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking, the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Hi, it's Michelle. And Tracy. Welcome back. The topic for this week's podcast is strength-based leadership and organizations, and we recorded this episode back in January, and of course, we didn't have any idea about what was going to be happening in the world back then, Uh, but here we are, and uh, before you listen to the episode, we wanted to situate the content of the episode within today's realities, because we think it's really important to do that, and before we do that, we want to just pause and thank each of the healthcare leaders and clinicians around the world who are showing up in these incredible circumstances. And we know you're putting yourself at risk every day just by serving uh, the patients and their families in the community. So we want you to know we are incredibly grateful for everything you're doing. Yeah, I, I want to extend my gratitude as well. And, you know, we don't take your status, your your sacrifices really or your dedication for granted so we know what you're facing we know how challenging this is and you're really heroes so thank you so much for everything you're doing you know we we know these are very unusual challenging times for you as healthcare leaders and you've probably found yourself facing some unique situations that you never thought you would ever experience um, and that you don't have any experience with, right? This is These are unprecedented times. And you've also been asked to take on and lead others through these unique circumstances and challenges and with very little knowledge uh, about it. And also you may find yourself working with some people that you really don't know very well <laughs> that you're having to partner with, right, mm-hmm. to, to get through this. Right. And, you know, when Tracy and I recorded this episode on strength-based leaders in organizations, we did it because we know how leaning into strengths is so helpful. And so it even like shines the light on that now more. So there is really good news is that you can recognize the different strengths of the people you work with. You can lean into your own strengths. And um, 
and leverage them, right? And not beat yourself up because you don't know everything or you're in these different situations, but to really search at people that have different strengths than you are and really lean into the strengths that make you really excel. So that's a, there's a great opportunity right now. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when you can come from a strength based perspective, it really helps you kind of remain calm, right? In the midst of all of this anxiety provoking activities and, you know, events that are occurring to just pause for a minute and say, okay, what are my strengths? What can I draw from in this time of crisis and these challenging times? What do I know and what can I leverage? Um, and really focus your energy and your efforts there. That helps really keep you positive. Um, and, and then to just look around you, as Michelle said, right? I, I've mm -hmm. always found, you know, you're not alone. That's the big thing right now, right? We're not alone. So there are other people who have different strengths. And when you're being asked to lead something that you're uncertain about, um, you know, pausing to see what your own strengths are, but also just thinking about who is around me that I can tap into is just incredibly helpful. And uh, I think especially during this time. Yeah. And, you know, Tracy, a really great way for people to tap into the strengths of others is to be a part of our Facebook community for healthcare leaders, um, the resilient and balanced healthcare leaders. And uh, whether you're a new listener or one of our regular listeners, we welcome you into that community so we can really look at the strengths of others and lean into each other, um, have you share what are you really strong and good at so that it could benefit other leaders just like you. And uh, to get there, just go to our Facebook page, Missing Logic LLC. There's a tab at the top of the page called Visit Group, and uh, come join us. And uh, this is really about being together right now. Yeah, it's community, right? And as Michelle said, you know, we all have strengths, and right now we want to leverage ours, yeah. <laughs> and we want to help you. And that's why we're, we've created this uh, Facebook group, just to create a community, a place for you to come into, uh, to lean into others who may have experiences that you haven't had yet, um, you know, to share and to leverage your strengths. So please join us. We want to serve you in any way that we possibly can. So bye for now and enjoy the episode. Tracy and I have been leveraging a polarity mindset to combat burnout and be balanced and resilient as healthcare leaders for over 15 years now. If you're burned out or tired of feeling overwhelmed by competing priorities, overworked, and stuck or lost and want to thrive as a leader and perform at the highest level in every meaningful aspect of your work and personal life, this approach might be for you. This spring, we will be offering a new online group coaching program to teach and coach healthcare leaders how to live on purpose, prioritize competing demands, and develop balance and resilience in their work and personal lives using our dynamic balance framework. Before you listen to this podcast, go to www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast and join the early interest list on the top of the page so you can be the first to get all the details. Hello, everyone. It's Michelle. And Tracy. We are back in the studio and we're talking about something today we are both very passionate about. Yes. Near and dear to our hearts. Yes. Mm. Strength-based leadership and organizations and how do you make that happen? Oh, yeah. 
And today's so important because um, it really helps when you lead with strengths, uh, both for yourself personally as a leader, as well as the team you surround yourself with. And you know, Tracy, we have a real history here in the United States of always focusing on our weaknesses, right? Oh yeah, everybody's pretty quick to point out what you're not doing or who you aren't, mm-hmm. right? Even ourselves, Exactly. Right? Like we really focus on, oh, I didn't do that well, or oh, geez, I you know, know, I missed the boat on that, or yeah, yeah. And we I beat remember ourselves up. when I was first a manager and I had to give my first staff evaluations, it was ingrained in our heads. Okay, tell them what they're good at but then tell them what they got to improve. Mm-hmm. And it was always, you know, that that focus was always there. You yeah. always have to improve. Yeah, this well, part of you. yeah. And the other thing is when you're on the other side of that, right, performance evaluation, and you have to do your own evaluation, mm-hmm. it was always hard to come up with the positive things that you had accomplished or your strengths, right? Yeah. To really say, well, this is what I'm good at and to promote yourself. It's just kind of not in our nature. Right, to right. do that. And we know in healthy work environments, which we have been blessed to have worked in and thrived in, and we didn't focus on that. We just focused on what we were all good at mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just really appreciated the differences and how to tap the different strengths that we needed in our group, right? Right. And it can really minimize stress when you know who to go to for what, because they're you know really good at something that maybe you're not. And it's not all about strengths either. We're also going to be talking about even knowing personality characteristics is really helpful, right? How we're wired. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, really, this is about shining a light on how we can leverage these things. Mm-hmm. You know, our individual strengths, the team strengths. Um, and when you when you have those, when you're leveraging those both within a team and across the leadership and individually as leaders, then you have a strength-based organization, right? Because everybody is focused on that. Yes. And it's not to say that you don't have areas of opportunity for growth, right? And it's not to say never talk about, you know, an area maybe that isn't one of your strengths. Um, and And I think it's also not to say... I shouldn't try to strengthen some areas, right? If it's a natural fit for me to do so, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. to try to overcome something that's just not going to be your strength, give yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, Let you're always trying to be your best self. Yeah. And that means improvement, right? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, the the key thing here is just know yourself. Mm-hmm. Know, get to know yourself and um, stand in that power, stand in those strengths. Everybody mm-hmm. has gifts. Yeah, everybody has strengths. They're different. They look different for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just to to kind of um, realize that, right? And be okay with that, and promote your strengths. Yeah, I always like to say, first know thyself. Yep. That's where you start, right? Yep. And this is so significant for healthcare leaders today um, who are just bombarded with a lot of pressure. And so standing in that space, to your point, Tracy, of being empowered by who you are uh, is really helpful. Otherwise, you end up really frustrated, right? It's, um, you know, you're unable to deliver all your expectations, uh, you know, in all areas effectively. You might have some you do well and others you just are always struggling with. And um, you can get really tired of living in the drudgery zone of doing the things you're not good at, Mm -hmm. right? We've all been there. Oh, yeah. And you procrastinate when you're in that, right? It's the last thing you want to do because it's the thing you're not the best at, Mm -hmm. right? So you keep putting it off, putting it off, and then you got that pressure. (laughs) Oh, now I got to do it, right? 
Yeah. So it's really having a real good sense of your strengths, the strengths of those around, who you can go to. And again, if we overfocus on weakness, it really can lead into a loss of confidence in yourself or those around you. And I just think it's so awesome to ask the question, what if everybody was thriving on his or her natural strengths or how they were wired? What Mm -hmm. if that was the norm? Well, it's the norm for us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is. We live that every day. <laughs> we do. Well, we built our business around it. Yes. I mean, you know, that was the, one of our founding, you know, mm-hmm. components of our business was that we would work from our strengths. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So focus on what you do best. You know, as they say, nurture your nature, you know, lean into who you are, what's natural for you. Mm-hmm. And, and when you do that, then you get in the flow. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just, it's like magic, right? It's like doing what you love. Well, it's, it's doing the tasks that you love as well, right? That are a part of that or taking the actions. And I think the other thing too is just, it, it frees you up from beating yourself up mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't be so quick to judge others. Right. Right. Because we're all sitting in this. Sometimes we're all in positions where, you know, we're trying to do something that is just not our strength. And it's just recognize that maybe that's the case. It's okay. It's okay. Right. (laughs) And, you know, when you lead from this place, then you can cultivate that healthy work environment, right? Mm -hmm. A healthy culture. Right. Where strengths are leveraged and people are appreciated and uh, encouraged. Right. And the tools and resources, there's a number of them that we'll put in our show notes too. So, you know, uh, for you to tap into and to look at, it really, it's a gift and it's okay to not have a strength in every area. That's right. (laughs) But it's about recognizing, right, that others do have those strengths and then knowing how to bring them in, how to tap them and together, right? It's like all the pieces of the puzzle come together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like magic. It's cool. It is. So the gift is, is that there's tools and resources for us to really learn about what our strengths are. And we're going to share some of those with you. And we've been working with this for many, many years now. And I don't even know how we first discovered it, but our first uh, source was uh, the Gallup Research Assessment Tool, right? Mm -hmm. Strength Finders. Strength Finders. And I think the first book was Now Discover Your Strengths. Now we Mm -hmm. have Strength Finders 2.0. And... um, more recently, there's a strength-based leadership version. Right. And again, all you healthcare leaders out there, we strongly recommend you use this one because it's got some extra bonus points. Because in this particular assessment's the same, but it leverages, you know, knowing your strength, but also maximizing your team strength. And that really impacts engagement. So when you think of a healthy work environment and strong teams, you sort of want people to be engaged. <laughs> Yeah, you do, you know, and I think too, there's just, there's just so much benefit you can get from this, right? If you're mm-hmm. a leadership team, yeah. if this is a team that you're leading, right? There's a lot you're in your family, like there's just a lot of different ways, right? To leverage this as leaders and, uh, and how you can use it, that information. Yeah. And I like that it comes from Gallup because it's evidence-based and that's oh, really right. important. It's all research-based and, you know, once you take the assessment, which how it works is you either buy the book online or you um, buy it at the bookstore. In the back, there's a secret code. And um, (laughs) what I love about it is you don't have to read the book in order to take the assessment. You just find yourself about 30 minutes, no interruptions, 
and you go online and you just answer the questions. Your first reaction is to answering the questions, and then it produces your top five signature strengths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very enlightening. Uh, people are always like, you know, I'm not surprised. Maybe I am surprised. And then you can really go into, you know, how to apply them. And Gallup also did research that from an organizational leadership perspective is that, you know, if you are not focusing on strength, only about 9% of your team is going to be engaged. Whereas if you're focused on strengths of your staff, 73% are engaged. So, yeah, well, that makes sense, right? Because if I'm spending the majority of my time operating from my strengths, I'm a whole lot happier Yes. than if I'm spending the majority of my time in my drudgery zone, as Michael Hyatt would call it, you know, doing things that I really don't like to do or I'm not good at, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, yeah I'm going to be a lot happier. It just makes total sense. Yeah. Be in that flow all the time. <laughs> so the leadership book, it actually puts these strengths into four different domains. Okay. So each strength is unique, but... It might sit under the execution domain because there's strengths that help you execute. It might put you under the influencing domains because you're an influencer because of your strengths. Relationship building is another domain and strategic thinking. So when you think about it through the leadership, organizational leadership lens, executing, influencing, relationship building, and strategic thinking are all critical and Tracy mentioned earlier that we built our business looking at our strengths. And uh, the good news is we got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> at least the two of us are showing up in each of the four domains. Right. Well, and that's important, <laughs> it right? Is. Because if there's one missing, that's critical. Yeah. It's critical to our success. But but also in any organization, right. in any leadership team, if you have some major gaps in some of these areas like strategic thinking you're going to really struggle to move your organization or your unit or your department forward. Right. Right. So you really have to be aware. I think it just, it just heightens our awareness of where our gaps are and where our real strengths are collectively. Yeah. I I, I find it so insightful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, and then, you know, when everyone's in, when everyone knows how, where everyone else fits and how we sit as a team, we really can capitalize on that cumulative advantage, right? Because we're aware. And um, and then it is likely to create more rapid individual and organizational growth. And that in itself is a polarity, right. individual growth and organizational growth. Yeah. So a very valuable assessment tool to help us um, understand that. And, um, and then when you think about the work to be done in your organization, um, you can actually look at your team and who is best fit to work on what projects or whatever your strategic goals are. And uh, Tracy and I have had the um, privilege of working with leaders in healthcare organizations, and we've actually helped them identify with their action plans who to tap, yeah. what you might want to think about, and then they can kind of self-select based on the data they have um, on their individual strengths. Well, and I think, too, we did this with a group of leaders that were just struggling working together. Mm-hmm. And it gave them a whole different perspective on maybe why they were having some struggles. And as they were trying to move things forward, how, you know, who they could tap into 
And again, like you said, there were some surprises around their own strengths, but there were some surprises around the strengths of some of the other people, right? Well, I never knew that about you. Yeah. So, you know, I think what came forth was we could be leveraging your strength in a whole different way. I didn't know you had that strength, right? So it kind of helps people to see each other in a whole different light. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had... I've recommended the Strength Finders assessment to some people, and I've had people say to me, well, I already know what my strengths are. But again, it goes back to that evidence-based assessment. And do you really know what your strengths are? And then once you know, you can make absolutely the most of them. And uh, you might be in a situation, too, as a leader where you've been asked to take on an initiative or some major work in your organization. And this is kind of like when you look at pulling together a t- team to help you achieve that, knowing your team member's strengths is kind of like the secret sauce. You can know who to pull in and to really help design the whole work project based on people's strengths as well. Well, and I think too, it can give you some agency to say, you know what, I really appreciate being asked to do this, but I'm not the right person. Yes. Right. And um, so it gives you something to stand behind. Mm -hmm. Like here are my strengths and this is just not one of them. Right. Or to your point, if you've got a strength, but you need a whole lot more, then you got to know who you can pull in. And it gives you agency to say, these are the people I'm going to need because these are their strengths. And right, you can really lay it out for somebody that you're reporting to as an example um, so that you can be successful. I can't do this by myself and here's who I'm going to need. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. It just really kind of helps support you. But I think the other thing too, Michelle, that we've talked about is it's it's one thing to take the test and to say, oh, that's cool. Here's my strengths. Yeah. It's about applying it, folks, it right? And if you don't really use it and apply it and think about it and keep it in front of you, so it becomes a natural part of your thought process and you're thinking about how you're working with other people, you know, uh, it's it's you know it's just something that you know and that's it. And then pretty soon you forget what they are, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're not leveraging them yeah. or using them, and so you wonder when you're in the not in the flow. That's why, right? Like recently. You know, I'm in a doctorate program, right? So I'm working on my dissertation, reading a lot of literature, right? And sometimes it just kind of, it can get to the drudgery zone, let me tell you. (laughs) The last thing you ever want to do after your dissertation is read, (laughs) because you're just reading, reading, reading. But you know, at one point I was like, oh, geez. And then I just had to stop and say, okay, but Tracy, like, what's your strength? You're a learner. Right. So just approach this from that perspective, right? Reframe your thinking, get into the flow here. And what is your natural strength and tap into it. Mm -hmm. And it just made it just so much more easier, right? Versus a task to be done. I could really leverage this as something that I'm good at. I'm a learner, right? It's a strength I have. So it helps you reframe sometimes too. Yeah, I ref- I use it as a reframe when I'm doing something I've never done before, right? Which can cause some anxiety, like I've never done this particular experience before. And then I've kind of programmed my brain to like lean into your strengths, lean into your strengths. And then you don't worry about everything you're not good at or how you're not, you don't have it figured out yet. But if you just it works. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps you to move forward. It, does. it doesn't so that you're not sitting there paralyzed. Exactly. Oh, I don't know how to do it, right? You can go, okay, well, what do I know? Yeah. What am I good at that I mm-hmm. could apply to this? Yeah, that's great. As healthcare leaders, we feel it's pretty safe to say that you're a leader because you want to make a difference or contribute to something larger than yourself. And as a human being, you want to enjoy your life and get the most from it. But you always feel the constant tension and tug between these two important aspects of your life. 
That's why we've created the Making a Difference Enjoying Life Assessment, so you can identify how well you're managing this tension and gain some insights into your own steps for managing it more effectively. It only takes a few minutes to complete, so take advantage of this unique opportunity and go to www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast and click on the link at the top of the page to take the assessment. So another kind of fun assessment to do that we have done mm-hmm. is the DISC assessment. That's a behavior assessment. Now, this is based on theory. So, you know, based on the DISC theory uh, from the psychologist William Moulton Marston. Now, what's interesting about him is he created the character Superwoman. <laughs> So here we are, <laughs> super women. That's right. Using right, the disc, right? right? I'm sure and, there's a connection there. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> now, he didn't create the assessment. Some other individuals kind of collectively created the assessment, um, and that's evolved over time, but it's all based on this theory that mm-hmm. he developed. And this assessment measures some different personality traits. So this is more about personality. And the four traits, well, you're going to hear these described a little bit differently depending on which instrument you, you know, which website you get your instrument from. But the basics are D is for dominant, I is for inspiring, S is for supportive, and C is for cautious. Now, you'll hear other terms like influence, steadiness, conscientiousness, you know, they're described a little bit different. D for driver. Yeah. So it's just... But the basic is really, the basics around this is just really your personality traits and what your, again, what your strengths are. And I think what's important to know is your combination of these different traits, right? right? And how that can support you in your role, Mm -hmm. your role Mm -hmm. as a leader, right? And how you can leverage that and to understand, again, what the strengths of others Others. are when it comes to these personality traits or just understand their behavior, right? And I think for me, it's more about my own and then know how I I fit with others. Now, as an example, in our business, right, in the business that Michelle and I have, Missing Logic, we look at our traits her, we leverage her traits, right, for promotion and influence and that type of thing. And I'm more the doer, right? I'm the I'm the steadiness person. I get things done, and so we just kind of know how to leverage these traits that we have and where we operate from naturally, right? Yeah. Yep. And there's a couple other influencing factors in this too, and that your traits can vary depending on the situation. So there's a few different influencing factors. One is kind of like, is the situation, do you see the situation as favorable or unfavorable? Or do you see it as a way that you have control or you don't have control, right? So there's a natural state and then kind of a stressed state. And you your strengths will... Um, Very. Very. Your traits will vary depending on what situation you're in, right? So some can become stronger, others can become weaker, depending on if you're in one of those situations. But again, just another way to look at yourself, to go within, to see, you know, uh, what really you're bringing to the situation and how you respond in different situations. Yeah. So... Again, looking at us as an example, we're both we both are high and I. So we're both high and inspiring. So and we're hope we're inspiring you each and every podcast. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> um, and then I tend to be more dominant in driving, like Tracy said out there externally, and she tends to be more cautious and really looking at um, 
the comprehensiveness of things. But in a stress state, I can really pull that C up if I need to. And mm-hmm. so it, it really does describe the context of the situation that you're in. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, none of these things are, like, you know, written in stone. Yeah. But it does give you insights. And I think that's, the you know, our rationale for sharing all these with you today is we found them very helpful for us as leaders and well, there's uh, another one we'd like to share with you that we have uh, found quite insightful. Yes. <laughs> Not surprising, but insightful. Um, and that's the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Now, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have done this. And, you know, they did this over and over in the organizations that we've worked in. Right. right. So a lot of people are somewhat familiar with this. And this is kind of like psychological performance. So this is how you perceive the world and how you make decisions. Right. And um, this was developed by Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers. And uh, there's uh, a number of different, well, there's 16 different types. And, uh, and I, and I think, uh, you know, it's just, it's just really interesting how true it can be. It's very (laughs) insightful. It is very insightful. So just, uh, just to run down the different uh, components. So I is for introversion, E is for extroversion, S is for sensing, N is for intuition, T is for thinking, J is for judging, and P is for perceiving. And then it's these combinations of different uh, personalities and psychological performance that come together to kind of tell you who you are and how you react to the world, right, mm-hmm. and how you see things. And um, and what we found for Michelle and I is, we, and this was no surprise, but we're exact opposites. Total opposites. Total opposites. Yin and yang. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm an ISTJ, which is introversion, sensing, thinking, and judging. Not that I judge people. <laughs> <laughs> and I am an ENFP, extroversion, intuition, feeling, and perceiving. Yeah. So I think what's really cool about this is it helps you to know who you're working with, right? Like who is working beside me every single day, right? Again, insights into people, how they behave, how they respond, how they react, right? What they think. And um, I think it's just, you get to understand their style a little bit more about what their natural traits are. And there are some of these things you're just not going to change, right? Right. I mean, they're just, it's just who you are and who you've always been. Yeah. And I think for me, it makes me really be more sensitive and appreciative of, you know, for Tracy, what's important to her because of her type mm-hmm. and not just to say, hey, it's all about the ENFP. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that awareness is really, really helpful. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, why is this person driving me crazy? Yeah. <laughs> why does she always do everything at the last minute? <laughs> And she's like, well, why is she so structured, right? So it just kind of really helps you to know. And then to just relax about it, yes, right? Because, yeah. hey, this is who we are. And when you understand mm. that, mm-hmm. right, then you can work with that a lot easier. Then you can get the both end of it, right? right? And really, yeah. it's you can see it as a gift versus this thing that's driving you crazy, right? Right. Um, and it just helps you to understand your situation and your relationships with people and how they are, who they are, and how you can coach each other and guide each other, right? And not try to change each other, right? But just work with it. Go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about that. So if you're listening today 
And you have never taken one of these assessment tools um, for yourself and your team. We're going to put all the links in the show notes. We really encourage you to do it. If you're listening today and you say, you know, I've done that five years ago, but I haven't revisited this in a while, do it again. Um, We take these over and over again over the years, and sometimes they change and sometimes they don't, but it's always great to reassess where am I at today? You know, and then really focus on leveraging your own traits, your own strengths, along with your partners, your team, um, so that you really can be in that healthy, thriving organization where you're really, you're hitting on all cylinders because you're really tapping into that. Well, a big part of that too, right? A big part of a healthy healing work environment, having, you know, um, having well-being for yourself is to go within. Yeah. Nobody can do that work for you. And, uh, you, you know, you owe it to yourself, really. Know yourself, like we started out with, right? Just know yourself. And I think that that's, um, and, you know, and then help others know themselves as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it just kind of helps you step back and stop judging, right? Like we all judge each other. That's just a natural thing. I mean, it just is the truth, right? But it just, instead of judging what they're not doing or judging who they are, it's really about understanding and yep. opening up your heart, right, to be compassionate and understanding about we're all different, and that's what makes the world go around. Yeah. And it's okay. It's really a gift. That's right. So go forward and learn your strengths and share this episode with others if you think it would be helpful. Don't forget to go to missinglogic.com slash podcast and join the early interest list so you can be the first to get all the details on the new online group coaching program we will be offering to help healthcare leaders combat burnout, live on purpose, and develop balance and resilience in their work and personal lives. Thanks as always for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com, and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.